Section four of the Life and Adventures of Chanticleer the Intelligent Rooster, an interesting story in verse for children by Unknown, translated by Louise Pollock. Chapter sixteen Chanticleer returns home. He relates his adventures. Mr. Gander is imprudent and is reproved. A year had now almost passed away since our hero started on his way, and though in travelling he much pleasure found, his steps were most joyous when homeward bound. And when the old homestead to his view had come, he crowed out in gladness, there's no place like home. He reached there at last, and all were glad to see that he had grown from a fair young lad to a sunburnt young man tall and erect possessed by much knowledge and self-respect his mother was delighted above the rest to press him once more to her motherly breast how glad i am she said to see you again now the rest of my days with me you'll remain how brown you are and how you've grown tall now tell us of your adventures all and a good many hours now daily he spends as round him are gathered his neighbors and friends to tell of many lovely places seen where during his travels he had been to the white mountains he had been tempted to go where in midsummer the hilltops are clad with snow while the valleys with verdure were all aglow in new york he had found the most fashion and show the views on the hudson were very fine this river is oft called the american rhine he saw west point where boys learn to fight to defend their country and their right the western states he visited too where wheat and corn in plenty grew i had a chance to see the prairies in the states of wisconsin and illinois the valley of the mississippi too is a fine country to travel through the climate suited me so well i would have stayed there a longer spell had it not been for the want of means that i had to quit those lovely scenes in too much haste to suit my taste but you must know that i soon found out that to enjoy travelling about to go sightseeing and pay hotel fare requires a full purse everywhere the next best thing is to be polite and ever do what you know to be right good manners abroad or at home gain friends wherever you roam thus many an hour was passed away in pleasant converse every day and all the neighbours round about accepted his word without a doubt but once when mentioning a steamboat explosion mr gander conceived the silly notion to contradict him to his face and say i believe to use big words is the way with the fast young men of our day but chanticleer said my good sir nay allow me to tell you with due respect that anything different we cannot expect from one who always remains at home who beyond his yard never wishes to roam one who hates his school and a book reads never remains a gander for ever and ever then they all laughed and called him smart though gander thought twas rather tart chapter seventeen mrs biddy's death chanticleer's marriage he is a dutiful husband and father 
some time after this mrs biddy grew ill and died very soon after making her will her loss was felt by many a friend to whom she had never refused to lend to every one she had been friendly and kind and many a good deed she left behind though now quite a man was chanticleer the geese would call him little even this year but this did not fit him any more at all but rather mr cockerell now lord of the stall he felt rather lonesome now his mother was gone so he thought he no longer would remain alone and improving the very first chance he called upon his owner at once dear sir he said to you i have come to ask for a wife to grace my home to greater bliss i do not aspire be pleased to gratify my humble desire the man replied tis a pleasure to me instead of one to give you three chanticleer thanked him with due respect and felt as pleased as one might expect his home now was as cheerful as when his mother kept house that excellent hen his happiness now seemed without alloy his good hen's society gave him much joy he was always attentive and kind to them but whenever some strange dandy in his yard came his family to tease and disturb the peace he never failed in sending him home with repenting heart and bleeding comb as a good husband he ever took pride to keep the wants of his household supplied whilst his faithful wives with equal zest kept laying their eggs in their cosy nest and soon he had the pleasure to be father to quite a large family and often in their midst was he seen with watchful looks and tender mien early he began to instruct them all and taught them to mind the very first call and never neglected his acknowledged right to awaken them all at the first dawn of light when the weather was going to change he knew and always acknowledged it with cock-a-doodle-doo good order reigned in his household nor did he ever coax or scold was danger near he would sound the alarm and thus keep them all from attack or harm all helped earn their food and forbidden was theft but the best morsels were always for little ones left thus he well earned the desirable name of a wise rooster wherever he came chapter eighteen two adventures with mr fox whose schemes are defeated mr fox soon heard a report of all this and thought by himself twould not be amiss to make upon them a friendly call and gain an entrance to this rooster's stall then wouldn't he have a nice time of it and forthwith he set to work his wit and as soon as he his plans had laid he knocked one night at the door and said a kind mr rooster open i pray your door to me for i've lost my way i am a poor orphan child and people call me good and mild i have no friend in the wide wide world and oh i am so hungry and cold but it was not easy our rooster to cheat he felt at once that it was all deceit 
so he called out to the wily loafer just go and knock at the door of rover he'll open the door at once to you then loudly he crowed his cock-a-doodle-doo this quickly brought rover who came to see what at this time of night the matter could be but when he got there he saw with grief that he had come too late to catch the thief he made chase after reynard but without avail yet succeeded to bite off a piece of his tail whilst foxy was squeezing through a hole in the wall with empty stomach and narrow escape withal a good warning to him this lesson might seem still he would not renounce his cherished scheme but taking fresh courage he went once more to knock one dark night again at the door open to me quickly cried out the liar the village and your homestead are on fire i much obliged to you my dear replied our cautious chandelier your kind help i'll not refuse nor your readiness abuse but i'll open to you at once he said to the conceited dunce however he thought best not to grant the request but opened a certain door which mr fox had not looked for quickly he put his paw in when lo the clap of the door made him feel that it was a trap now piteously for mercy he cried and to move chanticleer's heart he tried but when he saw all hope was past by a powerful effort he got free at last but not without pulling with all his might and tearing off one paw which served him right chapter nineteen a naughty child sad consequences of his wilfulness thus cautious and wise was chanticleer a bright example to far and near and his little children behaved so well there could scarce be found a parallel only one there was among them all though yet quite young and very small who always wanted his own way and would have the last word to say his little tongue he could not bridle when all were busy he would be idle of everything nice he'd have the best share his naughtiness caused his mother much care his father saw this with displeasure and though he ascribed it in a measure to his having been petted when he was ill he began to correct this stubborn will he spoke to him again and again but all his efforts were in vain then his father said i'm sorry for you for selfishness will be punished i know and to be sure not many weeks after this he ate too many currants and gooseberries in consequence of this naughty trick he was taken very sick the doctor to restore him tried but without success he grew worse and died this made them all feel very bad indeed his father felt so sad that really quite thin he grew and at last he was taken sick too this gave the family very much pain and they hoped he soon would be well again he carefully followed the doctor's advice took his medicines though they did not taste very nice the news of his illness was soon spread all over the village and many said 
that he would follow his son to the grave but providence thought best his life to save the doctor held with others counsel and shortly after our hero got well and all were pleased once more to behold him resuming his duties as of old thus a naughty child on mischief bent brings trouble and pain to his parent to the world he now was longer spared and as before he always cared that peace and order at home should reign much love and respect he thus did gain his children now were growing tall yet still obeyed his wish or call jersey blue blossom shanghai and dames these were the four eldest daughters names while the names of the four oldest boys were lord bolton dick cocklam and chanticleer chapter twenty chanticleer and his family flee from the village at the approach of soldiers who threaten to take their lives they direct their steps to cambridge one day the neighbors all around were startled by an unusual sound like of approaching troops the hum of tramping men with fife and drum yes surely they were soldiers with muskets on their shoulders every one in the village was then scared they did not know that war was declared they were going to take the place i suppose and woe to the one who'd try to oppose already they were for fighting and killing but thought with poultry to make a beginning for besides their swords and desire to fight they'd brought with them a good appetite and one zouave whom they all feared because he had such a long beard with sword in hand looked all around to see where chanticleer was to be found but like a wise father at the first alarm he'd taken his brood out of the way of harm to a close thicket in the neighbourhood where however was but little food it is of no use the danger to hide which now surrounds us on every side said chanticleer with a serious brow and i think the best way to do now is for the older children to travel abroad the first few days keep on the back road the little ones must remain in my care and my fortunes they shall freely share in cambridge i've a valued friend to seek him out i now intend he was a noble generous youth scorning meanness loving truth he will a cordial hand extend and kindly welcome an old friend so when the day expires in night we'll quietly begin our flight end of section four